Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Take TPV Radio with you 24-7. Just download live 365 app from your Apple or Google Play Store. Like us on Facebook at TPV Radio or www.tpvradionetwork.com. Walk with us, family. Let's go! TPV Radio, Central Texas. At Majow's Products, we care for a better you with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin, body, and stronger hair. Like our face, foot, hair, and body care products. To order yours today, please visit our website at www.majowsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majow's Products. Get yours today and get your faster results without breaking the bank. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let us go! What's good, radio family? The Psalmist Voice Radio Network has an all-star lineup just for you. Just pick your flavor. Starting with, on Sundays, the Psalmist Voice Reloaded at 2 p.m., Central Standard Time, followed by Satellite with Michael Ceballos at 4.30 p.m. Monday, The Grub at 12 noon. Darcy Patterson, the reality coach, at 6 p.m. Tuesday, Victory Over the Weights of Life with Sister Deanne Labrine at 6 p.m. Friday's Real Talk with Pastor Byron Sago at 4 p.m. Saturdays is our triple hitter, and it starts off with Saturdays for Best with Sister Lorraine Brown, followed by Brother Now Presents with Pastor Gene Homer at 4 p.m., and Motorbar Nation with Sandra Grace at 7 p.m. The Starless Voice presents by appointment only, coming soon. TPV Radio open mic open to all pastors preachers and artists and we're going to get it in to be announced you can also catch us on live 365 24 7 just search the thomas voice radio network and you're in there walk with us family let's go yo what's good it's your boy decide to leave listen you're listening to the Thomas Voice Radio. Walk with me. Let's go.
Buffet's Buffet, Buffet with Sister Lorianne Brown. Brown. Right now on TPV Radio. Lorraine Brown Buffet this morning. This evening we have a great show waiting for you. And the show is... Hold on, the radio. Mute your phone. Mute your phone. Yes. We have with us today Titus Shower and Early Shower. Titus, are you on the radio? Good morning, Roberta. I just wanted to speak. Uh, I just got through uh, talking with uh, Titus. He thought 12 o'clock, but I did inform him it's 11 o'clock his time. Good morning. Good afternoon. How are you today? I am great. I am great. Awesome. We can, we can come- small talk. We can small talk until Shall he comes he on. Okay. Yeah, he's supposed to come in. But I just wanted to say this is the day the Lord has made. I have chosen to rejoice and to be glad in this day. I have chosen that the God that I serve is God. He's almighty. He's all-knowing. He's all-seeing. He's all-loving. He's kind. And he is great in my life. And I'm grateful to God for being in my life. And uh, I'm just thankful for you, my sister, uh, um, uh, for for being um, available today to, to do Saturday's buffet. I appreciate you today. Uh, Brother Titus, have you gotten on yet? Okay, Roberta, why don't we offer the people um, prayer today? Because uh, okay, uh, okay, well, okay. yeah, why don't we offer them prayer? I'll do it because okay. I'm not going to be with you long. But Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for the people, oh God, who have come to hear the the uh, show on today. Father, we're praying that whatever is said or done will uh, be able to bless their their lives, to be able to encourage them. Some some people, Lord God, that are listening to us today, they have a mind to, to uh, go forward in some things of God, but they have not uh, gained the courageous spirit. So we pray the courageous spirit upon them today to be able to do the task that has been laid before them. And we thank you for purpose. We thank you for peace. And we thank you for your love. And we pray, Father God, that your people will be blessed because they've come on Saturday's buffet today of the meal that has been prepared for them. We give you praise, we give you honor, God, and we give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Brother Titus, are you there yet? Okay, Roberta, you go ahead, and I'm going to try and call Brother Titus again and see where he is. Okay, okay. All right. Well, we, uh, Lorraine said, we thank God for this buffet this morning, and um, I'm not one for small talk. I just like to... Uh, just thank and praise God for who he is, you know, who, who he is. And those of you that are listening, if you have a, a dream or a vision, we believe that this show uh, today will help you to continue with your dream and vision. You know, the Bible said, though it perish, I mean, though it, it, it linger, uh, uh, write the vision and make it plain, but you wait on the vision. Don't give up on your vision because this young man here came from, from um, a dream to a reality. And I don't want to tell his story. I want him to tell it because it's exciting. It's exciting for where God has brought him to and from. Titus, are you on the air? I just got off the phone with him. 
and he, he's working on it, sis. I just got off the phone with him. But uh, we, you know what, uh, Sister Roberta, um, one of the things I'm, I'm doing a, at a funeral today, and one of the things that, that I want to talk about that we're experiencing right now are interruptions. Interruptions in our lives, they're aggravating to us because we don't understand them all the time. But do you realize that an interruption can be, a, can be salvation in our lives? I, I I I drove down the highway to get where I am here in Lower Mississippi, and there were there were three major interruptions in my in my drive. They were uh, traffic jams, three of them. Now those traffic jams they irritated me. They made me feel like man, this is slowing me up. This is holding me back. But do you know that there are some interruptions such as traffic jams that God is using to keep you from that major accident that the enemy wants to take your life. So people of God, when we have things such as we're having today, it's an interruption. It's miscommunication. Uh, uh, we, I told him 12 o'clock, but I'm always thinking in, in terms of my time and Sister Roberta's time, we are noon. But when you get into the southern states like where I am now, it's 11 a.m. So when I told Brother Titus 12 o'clock, I was thinking my time. So it was a miscommunication. But yet and still. It's still God. It's still a great day. It's still a great purpose. He's still an awesome guest, and I'm still uh, elated that he's with us on today. So, Roberta, what can you say about some of the interruptions that you've had in your life? Well, like you say, the interruption sometimes is a is to set us up. It's, it's actually it's a setup. Yeah. It's not an interruption. It's a setup. It's a blessing because God is protector. He's our protector. You know, and I'm reminded of, of what the scripture says, in all things, give thanks. It's the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And if we as believers learn how to thank God no matter what, to thank him and to praise him no matter what, no matter what it looks like, what he say, give him thanks. He didn't say all things were good, but he said in all things, give thanks. So in that, we always have to continue with the mind of praise because God yeah. is doing something. You know, he's working yeah. it out. You know, even when we don't, we don't see him working, he's Especially. working. So, he's yeah. wor- yes, he's working it out. So we can thank God. But I think we have Titus, Mr. Titus Shower on the line now. Titus, <laughs> are you there? There Praise is. God. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> We is your lovely mom with you as well? Mom is on as well, absolutely. Hey, man, good morning, uh, Sister Erlene. Hey. Oh, good morning. Good morning. Hey, girl. Hi. Scott, go ahead, Roberta. I'll be free. No, go ahead. You, you're fine. We, you know, we're on here, and we're, like, we're excited about what God yeah. is doing. And, you know, the excitement is we hear about things like this happening. But not all the time we were shoulders with people that are, are right. right. God has taken him and you. This this young man and this woman is they are powerful. They are powerful, anointed, um, a man of God and woman of God. They know God, Amen. and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, uh, let them introduce themselves. And we'll start with Mr. Titus Shower. Give us uh, would you introduce yourself, Titus, please? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. And indeed, it's a blessing to be on the line. Um, I, I love my aunt, Roberta. That's my favorite auntie. Make sure y'all record that. <laughs> so, man, I am Titus Showers. I'm number five of ten, man. I'm from Hamilton, Louisiana. My parents had my parents had ten children, man, and I'm 
number five, and we're just grateful to God for what God has given unto us. The, um, my dad asked the Lord to bless them with some singers, and it started with my oldest sister, Regina, and it trickled on down as my parents kept having children. God kept on um, answering my dad's prayers, and indeed, I'm honored to just be in the place that I'm in. Um, my family and I were two-time stellar nominated, known as The Showers, and the Lord has blessed me to release my um, debut solo album, May of 2019, and it, it, did, it did wonderful on the charts. It broke several records for a debut artist. And on, on, on Monday morning of this past Monday, um, the Lord allowed my new single featuring Jermaine Dolly, It's Gonna Be All Right, to be number one on the Billboard charts. And, and indeed, that's a dream come true. Um, indeed, I ain't know um, the struggles. And I have my mom on here to attest to um, there's no secret to what God can do and, and the reward and the rewarding capability of God to those who remain faithful to him. I'm just excited about what God is doing in my life, and um, I'm not on vacation. I'm still working. Uh, I'm still working, so that's enough about me. <laughs> amen, amen. Now we want to hear from your mother that gave birth to all this talent. Erlene, introduce yourself and tell us something about yourself. Good morning. Thank you all so much for having me on, and it's just a blessing from God that he allowed this day to happen. I thank God for my sister and uh, sister, other sisters not on. You are my favorite sister. I thank God for you. Thank God for Lorraine, my other sister. Y'all just such a blessing to me, and I thank you all for having Titus and I on today, and I am the mother of 12 children. Uh, I didn't do what Roberta did. She had, She just kept going, but I... I uh, had a little since I stopped at 12, so I thank God for that. And um, God is just so good. He's such amazing. He's such amazing, outstanding God because nobody done this but him. You know, there's no telling what God can do. As I told Titus and the children, don't give up on God because he will not give up on us. And uh, when, when things happen that we should have, I thought about uh, I always wanted the children to sing the whole group, Roberta. You understand that? But it was so many of them, and um, it was just too many to go around. So the Lord saw fit to let Titus go solo. And when he went solo, and Titus knew it, I was so upset. I didn't <laughs> like it at all. I was so upset because I didn't want this. I wanted all of them to be, you know, together. But I said one thing, and God said no. Look what he has done with Titus, his single, and for him to go all the way to number one on the billboard. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Tell me, God, there's no telling what God can do. And look, this is just the beginning. I'm just looking for more and bigger and better things. But I, I do know, you know, Titus, I got to tell you about Titus now. He's number uh, five, but he's really consider himself as the baby because he was the baby of the bunch, Roberta. You may not know this, but 10 years. Because I had all those girls in between Thaddeus. (laughs) Titus was the baby for 10 years and sometimes still the baby of. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Oh, that's all I'm saying. The whole everybody centered around Titus because he's different. He's he's just, just so lovable. And he loves singing, y'all. I hate to tell y'all this. Sings when he get up. 
He sings while he's laying down. He sings while he's getting up. He's writing and singing. And I say, he tried to tell me, Mama, sing this too. And I sung so much that I got hoarse, so I just stopped singing it. <laughs> so I just love the Lord. He's so awesome, so wonderful. And I thank God for you guys having me on. <laughs> That's such an awesome testimony in these days to have ten children and they all they love God, walking with God, continue. They from the from the time I've known them, ever since I've known them, they have been not just in church, but walking with God. Young people. Titus, how old are you? Um I'm I'm forty years old and yesterday. <laughs> is there any time in, in, in your walk with God that you ever wanted to turn around? Absolutely. Um, there have been times, even with the group, um, you have a great record, and then it doesn't do what you expect, expected it to do. Um, people tell you no, and that's the key to being a servant. And I'm just thankful that I was serving and remaining faithful to God. And that scripture in Galatians 6 and 9 always been one of my favorite scriptures because it has proved itself to be true. It says, don't get weary in well-doing, for in due season you shall reap if you faint not. So we knew we were doing something right. We knew we were doing well. We were using the gift that God has given us, but yet we didn't get the accolades. Yet we see somebody else getting there before we got there. But we um, we continue to remain faithful to God, and in due season, hey, we reap in the harvest of what he had promised unto us. Amen, amen. That's powerful for, for a young man. I didn't know you were that old. I'm, uh, you know, I, yeah. I, I'm young. That's young old, you know. I'm still young. I'm still young type. <laughs> yes, ma'am. So praise God. At any time, and being the being number five, and yet that meant you had uh, your sisters, as your mother said, and you had your older brother and. And they were good singers also. Is there any time that you guys, did you compete with each other? Did you get <laughs> um, je- never, did never. You- uh, go ahead. Did you get jealous of your sisters or brother or wanted to compete with each other? Wow. Um, that's never been my attitude because um, the key to it was my dad always told us, um, nobody can beat you being you. And that's scripture to back that up. Um, let every man minister according to the ability which God has given him. And once you do that, you are the best, and nobody can beat you. So um, that's all you got to have is confidence and never compete with anybody. I don't even like um, competition because what God has for me will be for me. And um, and the stage that God is going to um, bring me um, forth, I'm definitely depending on him to see me through. And I'm, I just know that none of my work is in vain because God is faithful and he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. And everything that I've accomplished is accredited to my humble beginnings, how my father remained faithful to God, and how mom came in and just um, was just on the team of, like, let's go, Red, wherever you lead, I will go. And so I had great leadership and great guidance. And so he always told us to love one, one another, don't compete, because why would you compete for something that's already yours? So we did compete, and God continued to bless it. And, um, hey, and there you have it. We have history in the making. And let me add this. There's no um, animosity in the family. Everybody loves us, love and support me. And they'll throw parties for me. I had a surprise party 
on Monday at my mom's house and had a big Zoom call, and all of my brothers and sisters were there. Even on work nights, we were just, man, it was just unbelievable to have the support of the loving family. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And I know that to be a fact, that that was the love and hope. Now, you started, at what age did you start singing? <laughs> Mom could attest to it more than I can, but I want to say <laughs> that I really started singing um, about the age of 10 because singing is different. There's a key that everybody, every song is in. This is an A, B, C, D, E flat, you know, on up to scales. And um, I, w- I used to change keys, and my big brother, who was my mentor, he tutored me, and um, and um, he told me, man, you got to stay in the pocket and have a good ear. So I would change keys, and, and he would tell the musicians, don't change, because I change keys. We always want to keep the song in the right, um, right key, because you can have a, a male vocalist singing to the rafters and straining his vocals. So <laughs> I, I consider myself to really start singing around those teenage years, when I learned how to pay attention to my ear and stay in the right key, change what I'm supposed to, and, um, you know, just learn the etiquette of singing. Well, you have been, you have been a great student because you've learned all that. And Erlene, how, how did you, how did you, how did you, a mother, I said, Erlene, how did you, a mother of 10, how did you keep them focused, keep them on the right track? How, how did you do that with 10 children? Wow, that's a lot of children. That's a lot of children. You know all about it, Roberta. You know, that's a lot of children. But one thing that we did, they didn't have no choice. They knew that on uh, if Red was in revival, they were in revival. Every, my children left the children playing ball, playing whatever. They had to come home and get dressed for service, whether we was in Bible or uh, revival. Because if you notice, Roberta, my husband did revival sometimes two and three times uh, a month, and every every day they will be Monday through Friday. We didn't have three days revival. We had five. You remember that, Tiny? We had oh, yes. five days of revival. They had to get ready, come from school, get ready, and go to revival in Mississippi all over. And then they knew on Sundays and, and uh, practice they had to. They didn't have a choice. They had to sing in the choir. And I have to say this, yes, Titus and Bobby, them, they started a little later than Regina. Regina started at four years old. She sung for a, a group in Hammond, and she started young. But Titus, and I don't know why, and Bobby and, and, and the other one started a little later than Regina because Regina carried it on for them. And then we found out, at, you know, actually the Lord the, we prayed and asked the Lord for singers, which was Regina, and the Lord gave her more than, gave him more than Regina, he gave her the rest of them. So when Titus them started, then Regina kind of backing up, never, if you notice, Regina don't sing as much as she used to because she has her brothers and sisters. And like Titus was saying, it wasn't no problem about who was singing, uh, I wanted, uh, everybody had their share. Because see, we got to realize that what God gave to you is for you. And when he gives you something, no one else can take it, no matter how hard they try. It's for you. So they knew that. They knew that nobody was better than the other because in God, I say, we all are the same. So when it's time to sing, uh, whatever it was, it's for Titus, Regina. Everybody knew what their song was. 
And nobody, and I thank God, nobody but God did that. Nobody, nobody but God. But, and I nobody but God. Every day. And yeah. all of the kids are awesome singers. All of them are awesome singers. And I, re- I remember, you know, in, as, a, as, a, as a mother, I mean, how, you know, because you have young mothers that are listening, and it's hard for them to, to uh, get the kids up and uh, get them ready for church on time. And some of them will leave the kids at home. Give some advice, Erlene, as a young mother. How do you do that? How do you do that? Well, it, uh, well, then, well, I I didn't understand it, but God did it. One thing I did every Saturday, I had the Lord. Maybe you don't know, I had six girls. I would comb their hair at night. I would tie it up, and I would get their clothes out, iron them. Everybody knew what they had to wear that Sunday. And believe it or not, we didn't have a big old house. We just had this, this, this uh, you know, normal place to stay in. But everybody had their clothes out that night. And Roberta, believe it or not, we were on time with 10 children. <laughs> and yeah, my husband and I, we never was late. And not only did we go to church, we were at Sunday school. That's right. Back in the days when we were have communion, if you notice, where we had it at night, and we stayed in the back of the church. We got our little blanket, and we had our little uh, sandwiches. We didn't we didn't didn't go out, didn't have the money to go out, but we had our lunch meat sandwich. We split the Debbie cakes in half, and we ate our little lunch and laid out in the back of the church. So I just remember, and we yes. stayed there until communion service, which was that night. But we, they knew that Sunday was church service, and they had to go. And, yes, we left the friends at home, and they was playing, and they didn't even go to church. And some of the ministers didn't bring their children. But we had a a, a zeal, we, we had a desire that we wanted our children in church. We believe in training them up in the way that they should go, and we believe the Bible. When they're old, they were not depart from it. And yes, they're going to stray away. Yes, they're going to do their own thing. But in the end, they will be back. So you use what the young mothers. You just, use just, what the scripture says. Believe. You, you work your faith. Yeah. So you put your yeah. faith to work. And putting your first faith to work, it, it was manifest in what you, what you have today. Yes. Praise God. Well, Titus, we, we want you to introduce your song that that we're going to play, one of your songs. When you, If you're introduced it, uh, Pastor Chris would play it. It's time for Absolutely. If you do that, you'll do that now, and uh, Pastor Chris, uh, give us a little, and give us a little, just a little history on behind the song as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, the song was written, um, after a tragic experience, um, my, my parents went through and lo- losing all of their material possessions in the fire. Um, my, in fact, my entire album was written after this tragic experience, man. God kept waking me up in the middle of the night, wee hours of the morning, no sleep, and kept giving me something to say. I would put out my phone recorder, and I would just record and write, record and write. And um, God kept dealing with me mightily, and I'm just thankful for the words that he had placed in my heart to share with the people of God. And um, God told us in the midst of the fire that it's working for your good. 
think about that. It don't look good now. Listen, you're in the lion's den facing lions, and you and he's talking about it's working for you good. Look, he's telling you to be patient, stand still and watch me, and do what you're supposed to do, and watch I be in the midst of all of that. And God has indeed um, restored us 100%. My parents' home is built and everything God is doing, and because he, he showed himself to be true. It's working for your good. You just do what you're supposed to do, and everything will be all right. And so, ladies and gentlemen, I'm honored to be on the line with my auntie, um, and then my auntie Lorraine, and, and bless you, preaching for having me. You are listening to my single, It's Gonna Be All Right, featuring Jermaine Dali. God bless you.
way this one feel, Lucius. Let's go. Me too. Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorianne Brown. Right now on TPV Radio. Greater things could come. And um, Titus, as a young man, and I guess I want to speak to the young artists, the people in the radio listeners, the people that are, they have dreams and visions and, and they want things to happen, but it seems like it's not coming fast enough it's not, or, or it's not happening at all. Speak to them this Speak to them this afternoon, Titus, if you will. Encourage them because you have yes, ma'am. you're able to tell them what you went through as a as a young man. Speak to them this morning. Absolutely. Um, indeed, God is a rewarder to those who remain faithful to Him. Um, like my mother said, um, I would travel with my dad to go hear him preach and lead worship. Um, so it all starts with being a servant. Um, um, there's a preacher who came and preached my dad's 30th anniversary message, and he says, are you wearing a towel or are you wearing a title? So no matter, in spite of me being the number one artist in the country, I still look forward to going to worship at my dad's building, at my dad's um, place of worship, because that's the servitude that gets me to be the number one guy. Um, and if I remain faithful over the few things, God will continue to to make me rule over many. So I just credit my success again to my father in teaching me the right foundation, and that is to serve. I knew there was going to come a day where I couldn't be able to lead worship in my father's churches. Dad knew it. Mom knew it. But I remained faithful. Every time he was preaching somewhere, I was there. And that was my encouragement to keep going. God said, go. And he, I would pop up on him and surprise him. He didn't even think I was coming. I would be the only one because as we got older and out of the house because of our beginnings, some of us stopped going to church as much. They only went on Sundays. But <laughs> but I was still there remaining faithful at the revival, and, um, and I credit that to servitude. And so if you want to be successful in anything that you do, you have to be a servant. You have to serve. Um, even if you want a promotion on your job, you got to serve in the position that you're at in order to get a promotion. So always be a servant, and God will, in turn, do the exalting. Amen, amen. That that is awesome. And uh, Erlene, as as the mother of Titus, tell me what it was like raising a superstar. Oh well, well, it was so amazing. I had no idea he would be a superstar. I just wanted him to sing for the Lord to give their life to the Lord and put him first. But I do know that uh, uh, Rev always said and that he didn't humble himself. All I told Titus, I told the kids that whatever the Lord does, he that humble himself shall be exalted, and he that exalted himself shall be abased. So if you want the Lord to do something for you, just be humble and sit down. And don't, don't lift yourself up. Don't pat yourself on the back saying, you know, you've heard people Saying, oh, back in the day, we used to go to the quartet singers, and I'm not talking about them, but a lot of them would say, 
Boy, we told this church up. You know, they told us that we, we know we told this up. But I always told them, you can't do nothing without God. All you say mm-hmm. that someone say you did good, to God be the glory. And if we just keep him first and put him first and stay humble, there's no secret what God can do. And that's what I told Titus, Regina, and all of them. And I thank God for, for so far that they know that they do not consider themselves as being bigoted or big timers or whatever. We are all the same in the sight of God because God has no respectful person and we shouldn't have no respectful person. And we should do like the joy. Joy say, Jesus, others, being yourself. In other words, put yourself last and you will become first. That's what I always try to tell them. I like that. Joy. Mm-hmm. Jesus, others, others, and what else? Joy. So that, mm-hmm. put, and so if you put your, if, if you put God first, He yeah. will raise you up. Yeah, He will, he will raise you up. I thank God because I've seen that in in you, your husband. Now, now you, you know. They, they, he talks about his father. Who is your father? Who is, oh, your, who is your father? The, the great, the great Reverend Doctor Bobby Onshawa Senior, um, who definitely can exegete the text and teach the Word of God. But most importantly, he did what his grandma Sarah told him. He lived the Word of God. His grandma told him when he started preaching, she said, "Ray, I'd rather hear a sermon than to see one." Um, well, I'd rather see a sermon than to hear one, and that means a living becomes, comes before your preaching, and that's who my father is, and I'm just excited to be his son, man. And the other day he called me, and I started crying. He called me on the phone. He said, it is true, my son. And just to hear my father say my son, I didn't even hear nothing else he said after that. I just got emotional, man, and, and that's my guy right there, man. So, man, I'm tearing up right now. <laughs> Yes, that's, that's awesome to have that kind of respect for your father. And, and you know, these I'm days of time. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just wanted to, I wanted to uh, piggyback on what uh, Sister Shower said, um, that, that apart from God, we can do nothing. And I, I just believe as a, as a mother that if we would just advise our children that with God they can do everything, but apart from God they can do nothing, we did them a great service just with saying that to them. Because just like she said, uh, we can many times say, oh, I tore that church up. Like she said, we do nothing. It's an honor and it's a privilege to uh, allow God to use us in his service. Uh, here where I am here in Law, Mississippi, um, they've asked me to uh, do encouraging words. And when I first came down, it was a miscommunication, and I thought I was bringing the message. But when I found out that it was words of encouragement, I didn't feel it was a demotion. I, feel, I believe that anything that we are allowed to do on God's program is great. And what our job Absolutely. is to go to God and find out from God what is it and how is it you want me to proceed and then wait on the manifestation of God to show up in that service. And I just want to commend you, uh, Sister Showers, for being the type of mother, because your children can really sing. And and I'm with I'm with uh, Titus. I, I used to love, when I first uh, met you all, I used to love to hear Bobby Shower sing. And I was honored 
uh, to, to, to just know the family and the, the singing ability that God gave them. And then when Tabitha opened her mouth, I didn't know she could sing. And then Sierra, she opened her mouth, and I didn't know she could sing. So I'm waiting on Angie now. So uh, uh, the, the kids are really doing a great job, and you've done a great job as a woman of God to raise them. And I'm just glad to uh, be able to call who I call my nephew. He's not my nephew by blood, but association. You shouldn't let everybody in your family. They don't let me in the door now. So he's my nephew, and Sister Showers, you are my sister, and I'm just privileged today to be a part of this show. Uh, go ahead, Roberta. Please forgive me for cutting you off. You're you're fine. You're fine. I just I I just want the uh the uh the listeners to know what we have, you know, in our midst. We have an awesome man of God, an awesome woman of God, and I just want them to know to tell the story of how they got to where they are. And everything they said, they put they put God first. Everything they said, they, they said it was only by the grace of God. They're not giving themselves any credit. They're, they're actually telling who the credit belongs to, which is God. And apart from God, we can do nothing. We're nothing. Without him, without him, we're nothing, and we can do nothing. And I love to hear them tell the story. And for him to just talk about his father, tell his father talking about his father, which is God, that told them how to live for God and how how the gift goes on. And he passing it on to his children. And Titus is passing it on to his children. And and Erling passing it on and on and on. And the gift goes on and on and on. And it's such a blessing. It's such an awesome blessing to hear this. People don't hear this often in the families to see that actually we have successful people, young people that parents uh, taught them about Jesus, lived the life. And from what I understand, his dad and mom was a sermon. They didn't preach a sermon, but they were some. So when you are a sermon, that, that life goes on. And Erlene, as, as, a, as, a, as a woman of God and as a pastor's wife, that you've been a, a pastor's wife, for some years, they caught first lady, uh, lady elect, and I know it so many times. Uh, pastor wives feel neglected because they feel that their husband is giving their time to the church and to everybody but them. How do you handle that? How do you see that? That's so true. As being a pastor wife, he has. He has to give himself to his church. And people don't know that a pastor also has to neglect his children. There's times when Titus and my children were smaller, Roberta, and people don't know this, but he couldn't even go to the game. And and uh, not only are they singers, but when they was coming up, Titus and, and my baby son, you know, he was two-time MVP, and they won a national championship. But, uh, a lot of times he wasn't able to go because of his obligation that he had to the Lord. He totally surrendered himself to God, and I thank God for family members that take, that taken Titus and the other children, uh, his, his uh, baby sister, Doris and Butch. They carried the children to the ball games, to the practice services, because my husband never missed. And this is the truth. For 20 years, Roberta, he never missed a service at church. 
He didn't go on vacations. He didn't do any of this, you know, what the new pastors does. But he was old school. Old school meant that the church was, had, when I was supposed to be at Bible study, Sunday school, or whatever, I was there. But he never neglected the children from doing what they, you know, loved doing. They was excellent. Titus can shoot basketball. He was great athlete, you know, in school. But he still let his sister and Uncle Butch carry them to every game. They went all over playing ball, and they won. But God always have a ram. So that was the ram because the God said, since you put me first, Pastor Showers, I'm going to let your children still have fun. I'm going to let them enjoy their part of service and basketball or football or whatever they're doing, and they're going to continue, and they're going to be great in doing it. So if you put God first, he will always remember who you are, and he will put someone else in place to do other things for you and your family. So, yes, the children was not, they were, they, they did go to all their games, but Reverend Charles still never missed out of 36 plus years, not a Sunday has he missed going to church because of illness or any other thing. God allowed him because he wanted to be faithful, and he allowed him to be faithful to him. That is so, that is so awesome. That's such, that's such a testimony today because even in him uh, being a servant, and he taught his children how to serve. Yes. And they accepted the gift that God has given him. He was a gift to the body. And they accepted his gift because I've heard of uh, I've heard of pastors, uh, children use that and say, Well, you know, I was I was neglected because my father wasn't there and but God right. in spite of all that, God still intervened and gave uh, gave him what he needed. God is an awesome God. He always supplies awesome. our needs. And 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 Michelle, tell me how did you, as a wife, how did you was able to do all that stuff and allow him to be away and still get your fulfillment as a wife and as a as a mother. Because I know as a mother, I know a lot of times, you know, we are always, we're always serving and busy, but never have time for ourselves. And you, you know, with your husband being gone, you know, pastoring and stuff, you know, I hear talking to pastor's wife, they're talking about how they feel neglect. But even in knowing you, I've never heard you speak that. I never heard you say that. But how did you, how did you do that? How can you help other people? Uh, pastor's wife and women that feel like, like, oh, I got you know how people say I need to find me. I need to, I need to find me. Right. Okay. Well, the, the only way I was able to do it, well, I was young, and this is a lot. Well, since since we are testifying, so maybe you didn't even know. So when we, I got married, young, and I feel like when I when I got married, my dad was street where you know. The girls couldn't go out and couldn't dance, and we, the Jackson girls, loved dancing. So this would happen when we, when I got married, I was gonna get married, and I was gonna go out. I wasn't talking about being no pastor wife and uh, none of that. I was going to have all kinds of 
go out to Jane Brown, where Bertie heard about Jane Brown, and I wanted to go to Green Acres. And I, I, I had no idea, no kind of way that he was going to be a preacher because I wasn't ready for no preacher. I was ready to go, and, you know, in the ballroom. And I was because because uh, Diane and Roberta had taught me well how to dance, and I was going to show them that I can dance too. So, but God, somebody say when you have a but God, God uh, allowed my husband to get saved. And call him into the ministry. And this is something I did not want to do, but I told the Lord this. I said, now, Lord, if you got him in the ministry, you're going to have to do a work for me. Byron <laughs> Meeting Young, going into a church, pastoring, and baby, there were some fine-looking women up in there. When we're <laughs> they were so beautiful, Roberta, and they were, I said, now, Lord, in order for me to handle this, you're going to have to work on me. So I asked him, I say, now, if you want me to be a pastor's wife, you've got to give me the joy of your, you know, Holy Ghost. And you've got to fill me and seal me and let me know this is what you want me to do. And when God saved me, he told me that whatever happened, whatever Rev is going to do, lo, I'll be with you. Early, wow. I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to forsake you. I'll be hmm. with you. And if God be for you, Roberta, who can be against you? There's no way mm-hmm. as a young pastor wife or anybody, because yes, the pastor wife is neglected. Yes, the pastor is for his eyes, is focused on his members. But in order for you to know that whatever he do, whoever he talks to, he can talk to any woman in there, whether she fine, whatever. I know that he's coming back home to me. You got me? Please. So we got to have that assurance to know that whoever, he, you know, that he can talk, he can whatever, he's coming back to 11209. You know? <laughs> and by knowing that, Stop by knowing that, go ahead and talk because he's coming back home tomorrow. And that's Stop what keeps me going. Mama, too much. <laughs> that's oh, what keeps me going. <laughs> That's my to encourage them. Hey, that's a uh, seminar Glory. 
God is doing this through me. It is me. You you see this body, but the spirit of God that's in this body is the one that's doing the work. Praise right. be to God. Praise God. I thank God for it. And 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 I I love that. But you didn't have to you didn't have to call call us out like that on the carpet now. You didn't have to call us out like that. <laughs>
uh, it's, it's so, uh, I, I was looking, Regina and Angela, but there was the easiest one because they were first coming up and they're young and they're doing whatever we tell them to do. But we had Angela and then we had Tiffany and Sierra. Sierra is more outspoken and she see things and she say things and say, that our daughter? Yes, that's ours too. But she, when they're younger, to me, they'll they do things more than the other children would do. Regina, whatever you tell her to do, she would do it. But when we got to uh, Tiffany and Sierra, they are much, much different. They are strong-willed, and they are challenging. And, and they are, you know, they were at the ball game, and usually when Rep carried the children to the ball game, if he said be there at the third quarter, before the fourth quarter, you meet me here at this Station. So Sierra and Tiffany going to try Rev. And, you know, when Rev said, meet me there, with Titus and the rest of them, they would meet him there. But when they get younger, they try it. So they wasn't at the station where Rev told them to be at. So when he did find them in the midst of all the, the back then the football stadium was packed. He had an umbrella because it was, it was raining. And before he knew it, he popped him in the head with an umbrella. <laughs> and 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 Rev said, oh, gosh, I can't do this. But because he was strictly, if I say something, you do it, you know this. So when they came back to school the next day, they had an umbrella, and they teased Sierra up until this day. <laughs> This day, I bet you're going to be there when daddy say be there next time. So sometimes when you've got girls like Sierra and Tiffany, you got to let them know, hey, I still mean what I say. So from then on, if daddy say meet them at the fourth quarter, they would be there. But sometimes when you have girls, they would challenge you. And my challenge and my task for the girls is, to dress modest, Roberta. That's the main thing I always wanted them to do. Don't be out there showing everything. You know, I call it don't show Christmas. Let someone figure what you got. But And we, our, our thing was to, to be, you know, modest. You can be beautiful, but you can be modest. You don't have to let, let the world know, but let them assume what you got. Don't let them see it. And that's why I told them. Whenever they're doing something, even now, whenever you're going somewhere, you know, they got their little see-through things, put something on there. And that's all I told them. I say, now, whatever you do, look good if you go to the mailbox, because you don't know the mailman might be the one. So wherever you go, <laughs> always, always, girls, look like a girl. Be, you know, present yourself. And, and look neat and look decent, and you don't have to be heard. Just let them see you. <laughs> that's awesome. So that's that's awesome. We're gonna, Sister, Sister Nisi, would you give us a song now, please? I'm so not perfect, but every day I'm learning. Striving and searching to be a better person. 
I'm tired of my life I'm tired of the pain I'm tired of my past The guilt and the shame I am sure that you hear my heart's desires I've been to the limit and through the Thank you, God. Lord, I want to be. 
Lord, I wanna be. Lord, I wanna be. I wanna be better. Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorianne Brown. Right now on TPV Radio. Lord, I want to be better. That is a song. I want to be better. And Titus, I know there are a lot of young people that are saying, I want to be better. I don't know how. And they're on the inside, they're saying it. Even if they're not saying it with their mouth, I want to be better. And some of them, you know, they, they don't think they can be better. How do you tell them as a young man to stay focused? How do you tell them as a young man to be better? Um, definitely, man. I just try to be an example, and I encourage all of the kids to find somebody before them to be an example to them. Um, I have this counseling agency, me and my brother, where we provide assistance to kids from ages 5 to 24, and um, we put the men with men and the women with women. Um, and so as a lot of these young men are part of the program who are looking for mentors or who really don't want to be in the streets, who really are tired of just their circumstances. So I let them follow me. I let them see me as a light, and I try to not let them down in the way that I walk, in the way that I talk. Um, I told them that there's a difference in having fun and, and getting in trouble um, because trouble is easy to find. Um, just because it seems cool and your favorite rapper may be sagging his pants and smoking his cigarettes, um, that doesn't mean that it's cool. That's putting a tag on yourself for the police to come see about you. That's putting a tag on yourself for, for just for a failure. They build jails according to the statistics that show the young men in um, single-parent homes. So I try to be um, an example before these young men and let them know, look, follow me, go look at me, man. Um, there's choices that we all can make. I had a choice of what I could do, but I'm so glad that I did have my father in my life. But for those who don't have their father, look at LeBron James. Look at, you know, all of these other great athletes who put aside their, their, um, the way they could have went and decided to go the way that they to make positive and make it better for their family. So I'll just try to encourage them with those words and be an example before them. That is awesome. I'm glad you said if you don't have a father an example, find an example. Find somebody that you can look up to and respect. We have to keep something before us to keep us going forward. Instead that's of right. but I'm glad you said that. That that is so awesome. And that's the thing. We need mentors. We need mentors, people that are are examples that we can look forward to make so that we can have something to move forward to and not not back up but move forward. That is so awesome. And you know, you had your father and and uh that was so awesome. But for the young men that that don't and you're telling them, you know, and you are a great example. I've seen you taking young men that other people uh, be around young men other people would, wouldn't want to be around. But you, hey, come on here, hang around. You you pick up, and you're, you're so humble. You're such a humble young, young man. And in that, God is blessing you. You're not, you're not looking for the fame. You're looking for the servant, the servant, a servant of God, you know, and, you remind me of Apostle Paul. Paul said, I was a bond slave. He was chosen to be a slave for Jesus. You know, he okay. called himself a slave. 
slave for Jesus. So in him being That's a slave right. for Jesus, he became free. You know, we you know, we don't like to use the term of being a slave. A slave needs a master. And when you when you're right. a slave for Jesus, he's your master. And he's the greatest That's master right. that you and I, I, I applaud you with that because you are the young man that chooses to seek out God and look for him. But I'm glad you also want to be a mentor to others. You know, you, you have, you're crossing, but you're trying to bring others with you. And that's what Jesus Amen. told us to do. And I thank God for you. But that song that, that was just played, Lord, I Want to Be, that too is one of your songs. What is your testimony with that song? And I know your sisters are in with it. Give me some right. testimony of that. What brought that song in the making? Well, we were in the midst of completing our freshman project, um, and my sisters and continued to form relationship with Gina Charles Gordon. I must say I'm part of an independent label who, um, who runs itself like a major label, and God is blessed me with resources and stuff of my sister who's the president of the company and affords me the opportunity to be on these platforms. So shout out to Regina Shelves Gordon. And um so in the midst of us finishing this project, um we kept meeting new people, man, and God blessed us to come across this great producer and great songwriter in Dion Kipling. And he was like, Man, I got a great record and I want to share it with you because he's seen our work. He he heard of us and he was like, Man, I would love to work with you guys and we met this other guy named John Murray who introduced us, and we crossed paths. And um, after forming that relationship and after having the gift that God has given me, us as, as, a, as a family, Dion wanted to work with us, and he wrote this song, and we stayed in the studio till 4 in the morning recording it, and we had so much fun. And not only um, – because you can run across some producers and don't still have a relationship with them to this day. Dion calls me every day. Dion is my brother who – who was always there for me just to um, give me an encouraging word. And I'm so glad for our relationship and his penmanship on this great record because each and every one of us, no matter how better or how good our day may be going, we know that it can get better. And um, so we look forward to better in all of our lives. And better is something that we all strive for. We, we can't get to perfection, but in, in striving for perfection, we, um, we continue to make ourselves better in our life, in our walk, in our talk. And that's the um, meaning of this song. Um, just, just, Lord, make me better. Amen. Amen. Lord, make me better. Well, I can see him doing that. You keep, you keep asking him to make you better. And uh, you, you, you mentioned your, your oldest sister, um, Regina, who's, who's an awesome entrepreneur. Give us a little a little bit about her and her business, what she does. Well, absolutely. She's the owner of um, Gloss Enterprise, where they provide assistance to um, people with disabilities, and, and it's a sitting care agency. She also has a, a college that does um, phlebotomy, um, medical coding, billing, and assistance, and a lot of people have started careers going through Petra College. She's um, definitely into real estate. She's the owner of the record company, she is the bomb dot com because of her man. Um, I'm where I am today, and it definitely she learned from my parents because um, mom and definitely did some investing in that in those companies, and they let Gina run it, you know. And um, Gina is amazing, and um, she makes great business decisions. 
even right now you have major record labels reaching out to her for her to be their producer or run their label, you know, because she just know how to do business and um, there's no confrontation like other record labels. You hear calls, man, my label won't do this, my label won't do that. I don't have that problem. Whatever I need, she's there to supply me. Of course, you know, I can depend on my parents as well. And I also have the backing of my brother, Tim Showers. And this God has been so great and faithful. And I love my family. I love my sister just for believing in me and also investing in me and doing work behind the scenes to keep me on the scene. So what a blessing. Amen. Amen. And, and uh, well, the, the whole family are successful. The whole family are entrepreneurs. So, you know, I can pick either name out, and your your oldest brother's a pastor as well. So I, right. I can pick any, any name out. So you have you have examples upon examples, and and, uh, and you can you can thank God for that. That's that's only God. And and Ernie, back to you as a as a you know this mother thing just kind of blows my mind because you know I hear so many mothers mothers and women want to give up. They want to give up. They got to go find themselves. They want to give up. And here you found yourself in 10 children, being a pastor's wife. You found yourself there. And it was time, and, 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 and you're awesome. This is an awesome speaker, awesome speaker. She, 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 she's anointed by God, anointed by God, and awesome. And I know it was, you know, because sometimes, you know, I hear, you know, you hear there's a gift that bubbles up on the inside of you, and you don't have the platform or the, the opportunity to let it out. What do you do? How do how do you handle that? Now, what are you asking? How do I handle? How do you handle? Because you know, sometimes sometimes there's a gift that that bubbles up on the inside of us. Sometimes, and you know, uh, for women that that. Feel they they're being left out or don't have a platform to be who they are. How do you address that type of woman? Today's woman, you know how you know. Sometimes it's being you know a wife and a mother and pastor wife. You have to take the back seat, but today's women want they want the front seat all the time. How do you help them? Yeah, not that that is true. Today's woman wants the front seat, but see, I am fine sitting in the back seat. I like you to drive me wherever I'm going, okay? And and I sit and I listen, and that, that give me the opportunity to know who you are. You know, he say, uh, know them. And you know, you you got to know your enemies as well as your friends. And by sitting and listening and I may not be saying anything, and I may be, you think I'm in the back seat, but I'm in the back seat listening. I'm on the sideline listening, and I know who you are. And by knowing who who they are, I'm able to approach them in the way that I'm supposed to approach them because as the song that say I want to be better, I can approach them in a way of being a better uh, wife, a better pastor wife, a better mother, grandmother, because I'm sitting listening. The person that always speak a lot and talk a lot, he don't have to, he or she doesn't have time to listen to see what the situation is. So if he that has an ear, let him hear what the spirit is saying. 
And if you're hearing what the Spirit is saying and you know how to reply back, because God will give you the increase in the answer, it's a time to speak, it's a time to be silent, and it's a time to listen. So, yes, you may think I'm in the back seat, but I know who I am and whose I am. You got me? You got to know who you are for yourself. You cannot let no one else put you in the position to think that if you think what? you something, whatever, I know that I am somebody. I am who I am because God made me who I am. And yes. with God, he has no respect for person. So I know that no matter what you think, I know I am. You So you got to know who you are. <laughs> Nobody can't put you down. You got me? Yeah, I, I have, that's a powerful word. I, that's powerful because that's that's how you you have to know who you are. You have to know who yes. you are. When you yes. know when you know who you are, nobody yes. can put you in it. And you know just nobody. just because just because you in the front don't mean you're driving. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you can the, the most powerful leader lead from behind. <laughs> yeah, that's, what, that's yeah. awesome. That's awesome, and you know, and sometimes you know the enemy will play with your mind to have you um, thinking one thing when it's not true. He'll have you true. thinking something that's not true. So I right. thank God for what you said. What you said, you have to know who you are and who you are. You have to know, yeah. and and I like that the art of listening, the art of listening. Yeah. And I heard a I heard a a, a, a man of God says that. He says when he gets around people, he said he always listens. Because mm-hmm. if he listens, he already know what he said. I know what's already know what's in me, but I don't know what's in you until you start yes. talking. Yes, that's right. So that, that's awesome. That's awesome, and that's a that's that's a great tool for us as women because we can talk, but as yes. women we need to learn to listen. Just sit back and listen. Mm-hmm. Just be quiet. That meek and quiet spirit that the scripture says that we're supposed to have, that meek and quiet spirit that That's is it. of great values and power, you know, that meek and quiet spirit. I, I love that. I love what you said, what you're saying. And as a, as a, as a woman, today's woman, you know, you're a young woman, you know, and you, you've raised uh, 10 children, 10 beautiful children, you know, and and that says a lot for you and your husband. That says that you guys have actually been obedient to God and been an example. And God is the one that does it. He says He says God gives the increase. God has increased you, you all. And you know, and I, I love that. And I often tell people that when God bless you, you don't owe no apology for your blessing. You don't owe right. no apology for your blessing. So God has blessed you. And I thank God for you know. And the young people that they would they would know that uh, that God is real, that He's true and He's faithful, you know. And that's what I wanted to ask Titus. In all that you know, you've gone through as a young man. How did you remain faithful? Definitely, um, I knew faithful was the key um, to success, and I learned. Again, from my father's faithfulness, um, when he was the only man working because mom kept having children, and uh, a lot of preachers joke with them about that. I guess he couldn't hold a public job because she was always having children. And dad remained faithful over the few, man. God blessed him. 
We will do revivals. We will come from school, try to hoop. We have to leave the court. Listen, man, we got to go to church like mom stated because we knew that daddy wasn't going to leave us at home. He told us that the place um, to be is in the house of the Lord. You know, And um, so he truly believed and practiced what he preached and showed us the way to go. And I'm just excited for his guidance and leadership and, and, and teaching me how to be faithful, how to pay tithes and never had the lights cut off, uh, never missed a meal. Um, we didn't, we weren't able to eat the steak, but that uh, lunch chopped ham tastes like steak to us. Um, you know, um, we wasn't able to go to the to the big time restaurants, but whatever mom was able to um, bless us with, even if it was cottage cheese with the condensed milk, with the um, government um, cereal and boxes that was given out, you know, um, you know, we just was thankful for that. Um, we had wonderful church members who also invested in us. Um, mom was sick back in, and you know as well, and um, the church family took great care of us. Dad still held down a public job and remained in faithful service to two churches and was there for mom every surgery, every time to hold her hand, just because he was just a man of faithfulness. He wore himself out, and God indeed blessed him. Um, um, and who would have thought that God would bless someone like him? It didn't look like um, mom's um, dream and reality would come true when she would say when we were at the house on Saturdays, the Lord is going to give me a bigger home. The Lord is going to do this. I'm like, yeah, mama, whatever. You know, but she saw something and God spoke to her and God continued to bless and we remain faithful over them few and God now will make you rule over many, not just in, in heaven, but he would do that also on earth as well. Amen. Amen. Now, as a, as a young man, were you, were you ever teased as a as a young man and being a Christian and having to go to church? Oh, absolutely. Um, they used to call me Reb at school, though, and um, I loved it, you know. Um, to be honest, man, like Mom said, we played sports before every game in the locker room. We would listen to a, um, John P. Key, and I would sing all the way to the games, all the way back. Coach would have to tell me to be quiet. Even after a loss, we would still sing, you know. <laughs> but, you know, God was being a blessing to me. And those people would definitely um, call me real, but I've never seen anything wrong with it. They used to tease us. Uh, it's a lot of y'all this and a lot of that. Um, we just continued to remain faithful. We knew that God was going to do something special to those who remain faithful because the scripture doesn't lie. You know, God is a rewarder. And, and we kept diligently seeking him, and he in turn has done the rewarding. And now those people who used to laugh at you are now working for you. And, and, and would it be something if I wasn't a Christian, um, if I would have treated them like they treated me? No, I welcomed them with open arms. Bless you, man. God bless you, bro. Welcome. You know, it's your boy, you know. And I didn't um, take to heart what they were doing. Um, we were at the park, and Bob had this um, Subaru that needed to be pushed before it was right. So they would stop the basketball game <laughs> and watch us push Bob's car to crank it up. And um, that same guy, man, is now, you know, Employed by us, you know, it's just amazing what God can do, man. Um, absolutely. So I'm just thankful that I was called real, and I'll take it. Sister <laughs> <laughs> Roberta, I got I got something to say. This young man <laughs> used an unfair advantage in sports because if I'd have heard that joker singing, I would have quit playing ball and started re- rejoicing because. Anybody with that kind of ability, that's an unfair advantage. Titus, you should be ashamed. 
Oh, I'm sorry, uh, but you know it was. You said you went out there. You went out there saying it. Tug Kiki on the on the on the field. That that is amazing. I was helping those guys. They they remember that, and we talk about that to this day, man. Absolutely. Yes. And it's, it's yeah, awesome you, that you were mature enough to know that, that being in church and being a part of a, a large family was a blessing because it, it was shined upon and it still is. It still is. People absolutely. still think having, you know, many kids is, is a bad thing, but mess around there and have one child and that one child goes south on you, then you have no children. So I, I think right, it's an awesome right. thing. I, I wish that I had more. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead, yeah. Bert, I'm sorry. Oh no no you're fine you're fine I just I just thank God and I, I'm excited because I want I I want the the, the uh, uh, radio listeners to hear you know these great testimonies and he touched a little bit on uh, his mom uh, the attack that sh- she had and Erlene give us give us a little testimony of, of of your attack you know what you went through to get you you where you are today. Yes, Robert, I'm sure you know, I can recall 1995, I went to the hospital just for a common surgery. I was supposed to be an in, one day in and one day out. And even up until this day, I'm still suffering from that one day in surgery. So from now on, I never call no surgery minor. Anytime you go in and you be under and you go to the doctor for surgery, it's always major to me from wow. now on because nothing is minor. Because when when the devil meant it for bad, wow. God um, and meant it for our good. He Amen. never thought he had me. But God say not yet for the sister to do. Believe it or not, when I was in the hospital and the doctor knew that he had clipped my common bowel duct. Some of you medical people know what that is. And when he he clipped it, and then they left me there to just die, just as simple as that. And because of an angel, the Lord sent an angel into my husband and told him, if you don't get your wife out of here, she won't make it long. She'll be dead. And because of that, my husband went to the administrator and told them that I need her at another hospital and I need it now. And they were saying, well, I can't do it. They said, yes, you're going to do it now or you will talk to my lawyer. And immediately, Roberta, they put me in an ambulance. And I went to the university. I went to the, to the hospital in New Orleans, which was charity. People consider charity as, well, charity, yes, it was charity, but it was a trauma hospital. And I had multiple doctors came around and told me, if you don't get this surgery, she will not last because the poison that's going through her body, she cannot take it any longer. But he thought he closed it up, but the Lord left uh, a hole, and and the, the, the bowel was coming out and still staying in. If it would have stayed in, I would be history. I wouldn't be here. But if God say it's not time, he always have a realm. He always have a way to make things better. And that's why I love that song so much that I want to be better because I know that God gave me another chance. And since he gave me this other chance, I want to do what I can while I can to help somebody else to know that you can make it. If he's done it for me, 
he'll do the same for my children and all the rest of us. And when people look at me and frown and they look at you, don't, you know, worry about what I have, but look at the things where God has bought me from. I didn't steal it. God did it. I didn't clip my bow. I couldn't pretend, pretend that I was hurt. I was hurt. God can do make a disaster and turn it over to victory. And that's what he did for us. And yes, I told my husband, they were laughing. How are you going to get a, a house? And, and I'm working at the state and I have two churches and they are not very large churches, but I say the Lord showed me the house. And I thought hmm. it was the dream house, but how is it on March 2nd? He took that dream house away. And I say, now, wait a minute, Lord, you showed me this house and now it's gone, but the realm say, the Lord give it, and he say, the Lord take it away, and all we have to do is say amen. And when we say amen, the Lord turn around, because I, I, I always believe that if God takes something from you, Roberta, he's, he, well, if he takes something from you, he's going to give you something else better. And I thank God for it, and that's what he did. He took that the one that I thought was the dream house and gave me the real dream house. So tell me, there's no telling what God can do if you just stand still. Don't try to fight your own battle. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, and he will make things better for you. She's getting excited. She's getting excited. Hallelujah. Me too. Me too. My God. You know, I love love that testimony. I love that testimony. When she say, they left me there to die. Woo, glory. Yeah. But God, yes, they left me there to but die, God. but God, he sent an angel. Glory to yes. God. Nobody but God. Hallelujah. Thank you. Well, I got something to say about that. What the enemy meant <laughs> behind God, that he turns that thing around and use it for our good. And what I like about yes. Sister Shower's testimony is it encourages those who are going through. And that's what Saturday's buffet is all about. If we come together and we don't encourage anybody, we don't help anybody, we don't lift anybody up, then our coming together has been in vain. Sister Showers, I want you to know, you have encouraged me today that no matter what the hardship, no matter what the mountain I may have to climb, if I'm climbing with the the escort of the Holy Ghost, then, then success is my portion. And I'm just grateful to God that man left you for dead because I'm grateful that God said, death no, and that's just an awesome thing. And uh, nephew Titus, it's amazing that you have come this far, and I know you've arrived here by faith. And you know what? This is the good part about where you are, brother Titus. Eyes haven't seen, and ears have not even heard the things that God has in store for you because you have chosen to walk up right before Him. God is going to do Amen. exceedingly, abundantly, above what you can even ask or think according to his riches and glory. And you know what? I can bless you with a few dollars, but a few dollars don't mean nothing when God's favor rest rule that abide in your life. Favor will open doors that money can't even buy. Hey, hey, glory to God. Favor, God's favor on your life makes makes, uh, 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 being a superstar play word. There's a level in God. There's a level in God. That even man can't stop you from going to. And I'm just I'm just glad I got a seat by the court. I have a ringside right. seat to see what That's God right. is doing. And don't you quit answering my call. You you stole my number because no, when you I know call God. you, I want you to answer for it. But God bless you all. I'm uh, I'm just glad you're here. 
And uh, we better go ahead, baby. This is a great <laughs> this is a great show on today. Amen. Nisi, <laughs> can you give us a song? Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. In his name, I can do anything. By his stripes, I am healed. Whatever I need, he will supply. As long as I
Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorianne Brown. Right now on TPV Radio. Do we have any callers? You are presenting now, Brother Titus. But God has something remarkable for you in the future. This this is just your beginning. This is just your beginning, Brother Titus. That song in his name have touched me. I literally sit here with tears in my eyes. And to Mama Shawas, thank you, thank you, thank you. I felt every word that you have said and... 
I'm looking forward to what God has for me in the future too as a pastor wife. Because I felt the same way when we started this radio station that I was being left behind and got to the point that I didn't want anything to do with it. But again, to the showers family, may God continue blessing you and thank you guys so much for today. You're welcome. Thank you. That's why doing doing what God gives you, the assignment that God places in your hand, that's why it's important and vital. Uh, Sister Nikki said she was blessed on today. Had you not came, uh, Sister Showers, and been transparent and allowed God to use your testimony, you would not have been affected in Sister Nikki's life today. It is vital, brothers and sisters, that we share form that God has given us so that the masses can be reached. It's not about my four and no more. It's about the masses. And if we live and leave here and never deposit good in anybody's life, saints, we have lived vain. We've lived for nothing. And I just refuse to come here and struggle in my life, all my life, and leave here and don't deposit uh, a great message of lifestyle in somebody's life. See, anybody can live nothing. But it takes somebody to live something. And that is my determination, is that I be the woman of God, that God has called me out of darkness into his marvelous light to be, that I carry a message, not a message of foolishness, but a message of power, a message of strength, a message of encouragement. And I work at that. And when you find a man or woman of God who have a message from God, they didn't just uh, happenstance it. They purposely got in God's face, got into the presence of God, bent their knee, and spent some time with the Lord so that when they came out of that secret place, when they came out of that closet, when they came out of that bathroom, they didn't look like the devil they used to serve, but they looked like the God they're trying to glorify and give praise unto. And that is our purpose on today. And for that, Sister Showers, my hat and my good piece of hair laying on the seat next to me, off to you. Because a lot of people do not do what you have done today. They don't want to be transparent. They don't want to be talking about the bad times. They just want you to see that storefront religion that they got. They just want you to see the good. But I know that there's some good, there's some bad, and maybe there's some ugly in our life. And there are many of us who want to camouflage this Christian lifestyle. And God is not involved in camouflaging. God is involved in transparency. And I'm grateful for you today. And thank you, thank you, and thank you. If you touch nobody else's life, Nisi is enough for me. Thank you. Amen. 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 We have a caller on the line. Yeah, this is Pastor Jackson. I. Yeah, hear me. Yeah, go ahead, yeah, go ahead. yeah, I I enjoyed uh, the show. It's not a car one and saying now. I had. Uh, the shower interview today was a really wholesome and powerful interview. Uh, I would just want to congratulate my nephew and my sister for being on today. That was a really awesome testimony and to, to let each and every one in the world know that what is the success is about. Success is about hanging around God, hanging around the things, being doing the things right. Well, this wasn't easy. By knowing the family, it wasn't easy. But but you can see the the persistence of God, the persistence of study, praying, and worshiping. 
I remember the, the times when it wasn't like this. But I just thank God for what I hear, the Titus and Sister Earlene and the Pastor Shower, what they have done with that group. A group of Shower, the family, was a, a knitted family that stayed together. And we see what prayer did and what prayer did for them. And I just want to encourage them to continue to do what they're doing. Don't let nothing stop them because it brought you this far, the grace of God, the prayer, the being studied, sticking together as family. That's one of the wonderful families. Families need to know this, that where two or three gathered in my name, Jesus said, I'll be in the midst. And that's what the showers have showed, and they have have went through some some tired, hard times, but through it all, I made it, leaning and trusting on the Lord. That's what a wonderful show today, uh, 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 the shower. Thank God for you. Thank God for you just continue to do the work that God has called you to do. Amen. Before we go into church, I'm just like old dish town. Um, I can't hold nothing. Uh, Sister Nisi texted me and she said, I would love to do a show with Mama Showers because I know there's more. And I told Nisi, I said, much more, <laughs> much, much more. And uh, she, she's right on it. You're right on it, Nisi. Uh, when I started I'm this here. Uh, I'm here. show. I'm yeah. here, Mama Showers. I... And you touched me today. <laughs> so I will get in contact with you so we can line yes, up ma'am. a show because I know you have so much. And I'm still in the oh, process yeah. of learning. And uh-huh. I would like you to teach me. I really will. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> God bless you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sister Nisi. See, that, that's a setup from God. And that's how God works. He wants to set us up. He wants to put us in position to give birth. And and people yeah. think because when you're 60 years old, how are you going to have a baby? I'm having the most important <laughs> baby of my life at 62. It's a spiritual baby, and it's a boy. A yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Right. Oh, a spiritual baby. Yeah. And we still, still are able to give birth. And I thank God for that. And another mission in life. If we're, if we're in this life and we're doing life and nobody's benefiting from it, then we have a wound for nothing. So I want to That's give it. birth in the, to the things of God. Amen.
whatever's on your heart, whatever God has put on your heart, and after you, we will give it to your mom and let her leave some encouraging words on on uh, the listener's heart. Absolutely. Jesus said in Matthew 22 and 37 39, now I'm going to share with this with America. And Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it, Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. In the midst of all of the climates, um, differences, and all of the injustices going on in the world, we need love, and God is love. And if it's not love, then it's hate. And God, since God is love, he is against hate. So we need to practice the loving on our neighbor. Um, we can do it virtually now. No more hugging allowed. Make sure we <laughs> fist pump and encourage somebody and let them know that God loves you and I love you too. And spread that love to your neighbor. Your neighbor is of no color. Your neighbor is who God has made he or she to be. That social worker, that worker at McDonald's, Chick-fil-A, whatever favorite restaurant you like to go to, grocery store, that's your neighbor. So encourage somebody today and let them know that Jesus is love, and I love you too. God bless you. Really? Oh, okay. I just want to uh, say thank you, uh, my sisters, my two sisters, for having me today, and thank you all for just being being there for us. And I just want to encourage all of you all to know that if we just seek the Lord first, put him first, there's no telling what God will do. And as parents and as we do, we got to have a circle of prayer for our children. We got to pray when they go in. Pray when they come out. And then uh, what a lot of people don't know, and I want to share this with you all, as having five children, I have a prayer closet. And each one of their names is on my wall. And when they're doing something that they have no business doing, I don't have time to argue or fuss or whatever. I go to my prayer closet. I lay my hand on their name. I tell the Lord, they say, now, Lord, whatever that's not like you, I'm asking you to remove it. And I'm seeing the blood on Titus and Timothy and Sierra and whoever it is that's acting the way you don't want them to act. We don't have to do anything but tell God, go to our secret closet, tell God about them, and look, he won't tell nobody else. But look, and stand still and watch God change things. Yes, we have problems just like anybody else. Yes, we have trouble with the uh, with the IRS. We have trouble with church family. We have trouble with uh, people. But when we do, we tell God about it. I ain't got time to be standing up here telling about Roberta. You know, Roberta was something when she was coming up. But I told <laughs> Be encouraged, be steadfast, be unmovable, always abounding in the works of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain. And the main thing, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works 
that you may glorify your Father which is in heaven. And baby, don't give up on God. And he will not give up on you. So just hang in there. God got you. Amen. Amen. Awesome. 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 Awesome show. I just thank God every minute. And I'm honored to be able to be here to ask the questions because I knew what was coming, some of the things that was going to come out. And I know she's full. She's full. And I thank God. And, and Titus is full. And, and I'm not going to be redundant, but God has greater things in store. Keep focused. Keep your eyes on him. You know, keep standing. And having done all to stand, he's going to take you places you never even dreamed of. And I thank you to both of you. Thank the both of you. I thank God for the opportunity, and I just praise Him and give Him glory. Roberta, uh, when you uh-huh. were when you were sharing that with 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 our brother Titus, one thing that popped into my spirit that distractions will come, Titus. They're going to come. Yes, ma'am. But you That's stay right. focused. You keep your gaze on the prize. There's a prize for standing upright as a man of God. Now, any, oh, yeah. anybody, and, and, and I was told, if you don't stand for something, son, you'll fall for anything. Fall oh, for anything. So I'm encouraging you. The, the fame, the, the bright light, all of that stuff is good. And the distractions, they will come, but you hold fast to what you have been taught from your mother's womb, is that you have a charge to keep and a God to glorify. And there are some things oh, that just will not give God glory. But now, if you if you would allow the Holy Spirit of God to be your counselor, to be your guide, and I'm going to tell you like the Holy Spirit told me. He told me I was a secretary. And as long as I, I let God stay the boss and I just dictate what the, what the boss tell me, I can't get out of order. But when I try to start mama. telling the boss what to do, then things are going to be upside down. So you stay focused. Uh, uh, stay focused. And yes, baby. You don't Absolutely. even know yourself what's before you. So you just you just enjoy the ride. I got my sunglasses on. Go ahead on boy and shine. <laughs> Bless you indeed, man. That was heavy. I truly really appreciate awesome. those words. Yeah. Yes. Sister Nisi, do we have another song? Right? So promising, you're a great wonder, no wonder is. Love you, amazing, it's amazing, yeah. 
lay up in. Look at the name we entangled with. Look at the flame is lit. You cannot shame a kid. Oh, mission, you know it's every day. And we count the cost, that's a major bank. My sins on the cross, that's a heavyweight. Yeah, you made a way, now we tailor made. And he the best man on the ever need. Spirit running through me like I'm on an IV. Let him see me shine bright like some high beams. And we dripping with the vision, cause the vibe And we blazing trails like it's daytime. And we bring the heat like it's waste time. And he take the lead like it's game five. And y'all be my set, so I bang mine. Praying that these young hitters really get it. Hope they know they got amazing, this is not a gimmick. Hope they know their life official, man, it's not a scrimmage. Hope they know that he is risen, you can come and get it. They say that they bout they green like they Kyrie. I say that I'm about my king like a Vladi. They say that they bout they green like they Kyrie. But I say that I'm about my king like a Vladi. Amen. Amen. We thank God today for this broadcast and everyone that listened to it. We thank God. I want to end in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we just Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for every listener. We thank you, Father God, for your word that has gone forth. We pray that it will fall on good ground, Father God. We thank you that it would take root and grow, Father, that they have said something that would help help us today. And we thank you, Lord. We give you glory, honor, and praise. Holy Spirit, lead and guide us, strengthen and keep us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. See you next week. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Saturday's Buffet with Sister Lorianne Brown, right now on TPV Radio. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.